You're listening to the Star Wars Actors Guild 77 podcast, the first in Star Wars social media entertainment and performance. We'd like to thank you for joining us. The Swag 77 team encourages you to like us on Facebook, follow us on WordPress, follow us on Twitter, circle us on Google, follow us on Tumblr, subscribe to us on iTunes, and like our character pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. Your hosts are Josh or J.D. Mall of J.D. Mall Productions, Gina Moore Sanders, owner of Star Wars Actors Guild 77. Our co-hosts are the awesome supporters of Swag 77 who are social media entertainment professionals. Thanks for listening. There you go. You can hear me. You are listening to the Swag 77 Holonet ESPN as we are fans of national football. And of course, it's playing right now. Did you know that? Yep. No, it, really? It's yeah. playing right now? Yeah. So there was a... I know that. Yeah, I know. There are a lot of teams playing right now. So, um, I might have to take and it's going to blow my mind to see so many teams playing all at once on the same field. All at once. All at once on the same field. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's totally right. This is week nine of football. Woo! They have 16, right? 16 weeks. I am not for sure because I've, I don't follow it as close as some people. Anyway, it's on there. I could look. Thursday night, did you see that game? I didn't because someone was not at my house, so I could watch whatever no, I, I want. I didn't see that game because I was. Let's see here. Where was I at? It was the Bengals against the Browns, and the Bengals won. Oh, 31 to 10. I was home, but I was watching Heroes Reborn. Yeah. That's where I was, too. I don't have a cable channel or NFL network, so... Is where you can... That's the only place you can watch the Thursday night football. Yeah. So, it's NFL network, so... Yep. So, the Bills beat the Dolphins. That's... Wow, Bills had, were winning, and then they lost, and then they won again, so. And the Jets beat the Jaguars, that's, I mean, the Jaguars have been, they put up a fight, but they've not done well this year. No, they haven't. Yep, and so the Patriots beat the Washington, yeah, 
and uh, that's not NC, but now Patriots are what eight and zero. Cheaters. Patriots are eight and zero. Yep. Cheaters, cheaters, and then the Steelers beat the Raiders. Wow, I would have liked to see that game. I missed that. Yeah, and that's, but then again, those are two teams that are pretty poor this year. Yeah. The Vikings beat the Rams. Yep, which and, is a surprise. But the and, Rams haven't been that good this year. Yeah, and Titans beat the Saints, which is like, wow, Titans, yeah. Well, Saints really haven't been doing that good this year. Either, yeah. And then the New York Giants are playing the Buccaneers, and they're leading at 17. They're in the second quarter. And you're at the half now. Oh, they're at the half now. Okay, yep. and then you're Bay's losing nine, seventeen to nine so far. And the biggest game that everyone is like, "Wow!" is the Panthers beat the Packers, thirty-seven to twenty-nine. Yes, the Panthers pretty much practically almost beat the socks off of the Packers today. Yeah. And that's unheard of because the Panthers have never been that great of a team. And this year is turnaround time. They're 8-0 and zero now. But the 49ers today are leading right now against the Falcons. Yeah, but isn't, uh, what's his name, benched or something? Kaepernick? Kaepernick? I thought he was on the injured list. Oh, okay. So, what's up? What happened? The Bronies versus the Goats. <laughs> the Goats are beating the Bronies. What happened? Well, I don't know. I haven't actually listened to actual play-by-play, -play, but just going from what I'm seeing is... The Broncos are having issues with the Colts this year, today. Today? I don't know. I think they got a little bit of a big head after last week's game. Wasn't there last week on Monday, or was it Sunday? Sunday night. Yeah, they must have got a big head. So. Yeah, so. watch that game. The evening game is the Eagles versus the Cowboys. Cowgirls. I'm going to put my bet on the cow on the Cowgirls act. Actually no, maybe I think the Eagles are going to do it. Well, I don't have a preference. I think the Eagles they're in Jerry's world, so you never know what Jerry's world will do. So, I mean, if it's a game, it, it will be close. If it's not a game, it depends on who shows up today. Pretty much. I think it it always depends on who shows up. And then uh, the and Monday. I can't, give your, I can't give you any hard time about your seed chickens. Yeah, they're not playing this week. They're on bye. So. They said, they said bye? They said bye. No, they are on. They're on a bye. They're on a vacation. So, yeah. 
So then uh, the Bears play the Chargers on Monday. I don't know what that game. They play in San Diego, so San Diego Superchargers. Wow. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen in that game. I bet on the Chargers and they lose. If I don't say anything, they might win. Then again, they might not. Justin Miller, three, Han Solo. Yeah, that's Justin from last Miller. night. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> that's from last night. So, is that all Holo Night ESPN that we got? Anything crazy happened so to him? So far, not really. I, ha I haven't seen too much. Denver called the tie him out at 153. Yeah. But Colts have the ball, so. Yeah. They're going to punt. And so they punt, the Let's goats punt, and that is a fair catch. Oh, there was some pushing. And so Peyton takes the field. All right, so we got quite a bit here. If you'd like to talk to us about Star Wars Actors Guild 77, and anything that we're discussing here today, give us a call at 1-858-345-2877. And if you don't know who I am, I am Dr. Gina, Dr. G, hey you, go away, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, give us a call. One eight five eight three four five two eight seven seven. Talk to our illustrious co-host Tony B. Yay, Tony! <laughs> and the man so, of actual status now in the voiceover world. Oh yes, we're going to talk about that. Did you actually get to see, hear that? No, I haven't had a chance because I've been. Whoo! It's. Someone named Party Tree. I like that. Woohoo! Let's have a party tree. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I've been doing 50 million things preparing for all this wonderful Star Wars stuff that is happening. Yay! Yes, I'm actually... I actually now have my voice in an audio drama. Yeah, I know. So. It's ready to go. Yeah, when I get some time, I will listen to it. Of the many things that I need to listen to. <laughs> One of them being my husband. No, um... <laughs> well, sometimes you gotta listen to the husband. The hub. Um, so... <laughs> Otherwise, he has to listen to you. Uh, I don't say very much to him now. Well... Sometimes I do, but... I'm not mad at him. <laughs> when I'm mad, I don't say anything. But, but I like I asked him once, and if he doesn't, oh my, that's he's bald and he's put a put a uh, painted a helmet on his head. One of the goat fans. So yeah, congrats for the audio drama. Yeah. Thank you, Party Tree and Gina. Yeah, it was kind of when Joe gave me the spot i was like okay cool 
Yeah, well, you have one of those voices. I don't have a voice. My voice is... And I don't know why it's like that, but it is. I'm actually intelligent and mature. Well, I might actually be in something else, too, soon. What are you going to be in something else, too? Yeah, I actually auditioned for it. Hopefully, it's for another podcast, actually. They're doing a holiday special where they needed a... Yoda voice. Oh, okay. And one of my other podcasts that I do, the host actually tagged me on the link. Cool. So I took and emailed him the audio, and they're going to pick a winner next week, this this week coming up here. Awesome. On their show, so they're going to announce it, so... Wow. Nobody asked me to do such a thing. (laughs) Well, how many people do you know do an excellent Yoda, though? Yeah, that's true. (laughs) There's a lot of people around Facebook area that, and to do a Yoda... You have to talk backwards. Actually, you were there. Yeah, with Tom King. And... You were you heard him say it was a good Yoda. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. That's one of our podcasts about what half a year ago. Almost early yeah. this year. I don't remember. I remember, and then I don't. But I was geeked out when he handed me over his Grand Admiral Thrawn voice. <laughs> but that's a different. That's later on. Anyway, so the Star Wars Actors Guild is the best in social media entertainment and performance. We are a fan organization and a business. We believe that social media communicates excellent ideas, ideas that can be conveyed creatively. And by the way, we tell stories on social media. Woo, 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 woo. Guess what today... What? We tell stories? Yeah, we tell stories. <laughs> we do. We tell a lot of stories. So today we're talking about Star Wars Rebels episode Brothers of the Broken Horn. We're talking about that sounds like 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 a tavern. Like I could make some ale or beer. <laughs> broken Horn. Brothers of the Broken yeah. Horn. And then we're gonna talk about Get Thrawn In. Because we are doing a lot for that. I'm kind of excited. I'm getting more and more excited about that. And then we're going to talk about Star Wars Force Awakens. Is 2015 the new 1977 for Star Wars? If that makes sense. Uh, I think it makes some sense, yeah. Okay. So, did you watch the Star Wars Rebel Season 2, Brothers of the Broken Horn? But, of course. And if some of you have not done it, hey, Lynn, how are you? I see you. Um, if you have not seen Star Wars Rebels, Brothers of the Broken Horn, here is your iTunes purchase you can make. Support us. And if you haven't seen it, you will be spoiled here. Well, There'll be a whole man, lot of spoilers. If you can't afford to get it, I mean, 
I do have some Hondo hookers. This I is a very yeah. We're gonna have a lot of Hondo on real shortly. Yeah, I'll have to let him know that he's expected to be around. So yeah. Hey Hondo, make sure you're close by. I might need you here in a little bit. But of course, my friend, I will be on the down low. <laughs> not too down low, Hondo. <laughs> Why not? I mean, I've been drinking a little bit. I mean, a little. Yes. Oh, 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 oh! And he could go all the way. Oh, sorry. The Broncos, of course. <laughs> They're a great team this year. <laughs> and they're in shock. The goats are in shock. 83 yards. Oh, my well, God. That is a mighty fine touchdown, after all. Yes. If, uh, if that's what you call it. I mean, we, I mean, over in the outer rim, we call it something else. What do you call it? We call it thieving the ball. Thieving the ball? Yes. <laughs> because they do not pay for the, the to take the ball. Oh, okay. I said we're going to break out in uh, Holonet ESPN when we see awesome plays. That was a good play. I have to admit that. And they took off on that. Okay, thanks for the input, Hondo. So <laughs> we'll talk to you in a little while. So uh, <laughs> this episode of Star Wars Rebels, we were talking Rebels, and then there was Holonet ESPN. Um... Ezra answers a distress signal from the ship called the Broken Horn that is owned by this guy named Visago. And the young Jedi, they say this in, in StarWars.com, finds someone unexpected waiting. The legendary pirate Hondo Anaka. But is he a friend or is he a foe? We don't know. Well, I think he was a combination of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, in this episode. In this episode. Yep. And so, is Hondo Anaka... Hondo a friend or a foe? That's what we're trying to answer in this episode. And so... Aesthetics of this uh, episode, if you saw it. Um, any new filming that you found enticing here? Did you see anything like colors or lighting or interesting parts? I am not from sure. Okay, so what's your favorite scene in the entire episode? I'd say the whole episode, but. <laughs> <laughs> I like the funky, chunky music that Hondo was listening to. And that was the same as the Clone Wars. He, they played that in like season one of the Clone Wars. When we first encounter him. A type of jizz, they say. Jazz. They're going to have to change that to jazz because jizz means something else. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does to some people, I mean. Yeah. And so, 
you know, the one thing about this episode is I couldn't keep the locations really... Where were they, you know? And so they started off on... I don't think they really mentioned where they actually were. Yeah. They said they were on Gorel on the on the starwars.com page. So they were on Gorel and they had been to Gorel before and they were hanging out and doing things. And then um Ezra was taking blaster lightsaber Jedi training, all of this stuff and he started to have a hissy fit. And so then that prompted me to ask the question do you think Ezra Bridger will quit the training to be a Jedi just to be some rogue force user? And I put that out on the Star Wars Rebel, on the Swag Star Wars Rebels page. And we got some votes. Got some votes, huh? Yeah, we got some votes. So, for yes... We got no votes. Nobody believes that he's going to quit being a Jedi or want to be Jedi. We got some maybe. We, we got five maybe votes. Like, maybe he'll leave. Maybe not. And then we got, like, uh, 18 no votes. So everyone thinks that in this non-scientific poll everyone thinks that Ezra Bridger will not quit he's not a quitter so what do you guys think tell us in chat call us on the phone let us know what you guys think and so Ezra has to do some cleaning of the ion scoring of the ship and he whines. Oh my god, he whines. Does he remind you of someone that whines in Star Wars? Whines. Wasn't it that... Some guy. Wasn't it, wasn't it some guy that was the main character? Wasn't but I it? wanted to go to Toshi Station and get some power converters! Fuck Uncle Owen. Oh, yeah, Owen! I wanted to go to Toshi Station and get some power converters. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, then he gets a distress call and the ship, and he's like, oh, oh, wait. Yeah, Anakin whined a lot, too. He did. I hate him! He never lets me do anything! <laughs> so, anyway. Um, things were a lot simpler when <laughs> I was fixing things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was he? <laughs> I don't know. I kind of tuned it out. So too, he was... I kind of tuned it out at that point. <laughs> 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 so, Ezra go, gets a distress signal and answers a distress signal. And it is... Uh, how do you say it's for? Citraco. Citraco Visago. And finds none other than do, 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 Hondo Inaka. Hondo, you find this kid. Yes, I did. He actually found me, of course. Yes. 
So he described, can you believe he described himself as Lando Calrissian? Like, what's up with the fake identities? First he's Jabba the Hutt, and then now he's Lando Calrissian. Well, I don't know for certain. I mean, I thought he was Lando Calrissian. I never met the guy before. Yeah. And then, yeah. So, I mean, you know, Ezra had, like, he don't say who he is when he starts off. So he could be anybody, you know? You don't know. And good thing he don't know how to do a Jedi mind trick, because he'd be mind tricking the mess out of people. So, maybe he will. I don't know. Um... And then we find out Ezra got some very sticky fingers. He'd be stealing stuff. Yeah. But as they go on and they get to know each other and stuff, they make a deal to work together and go to some planet moon. I don't know what this planet is. To meet a buyer, and the buyer is none other than Asmorgan. Asmorgan! Yep. So, yeah. And then the best part is when as Morgan tries to put down Hondo Anaka and then Hondo talks major stuff. Poodoo. <laughs> Osk. He talks majors, major, major, major stuff. And exactly. he does. He talks like major stuff. He's like, I'm like, wow, that, I didn't expect that. So, he talks, uh, he says, you ugly, stupid, or something like that. That's what As Morgan says. He's so, well, let's not talk about your wife. <laughs> hey, let's not bring your wife into this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she might be, I've met the gal, I mean. She might be a little bit ugly. I mean, she's no Padme Amidala. <laughs> I could never. And so, you know, and then they get into this, you know, fight with his men and stuff. And it's very reminiscent of Return of the Jedi in the Jabba's, Jabba the Hutt's Sora sub yacht. And conveniently, as Morgan has a Sora sub yacht. Name the Lady Luck, which is a throwback to Londo Calrissian. Now, if you know anything about the corporate sector, um, a Sora sub was made by the corporate sector by the Gossams and the Skako, whatever they are, mechanical Skakoans. And so, um, and the ship first came out in. Uh, the, in the books by West End role-playing games, the RPG games. Right. And, and so, it was supposed to resemble Lando Calrissian's ship that was found in Heir to the Empire. So Lando had a lot of different ships. You know, Millennium Falcon was just one of them. Right. He also had this Sora sub yacht. Luxury yacht. Anyway, so then Chopper came, comes in to save the day. And he picks up the guns. And then he beep toots something. 
And some people say, what is he beep to? Did you hear that? What's that? What does Chopper say? I think he says he's kind of beeping to bring it on or something like that. Well, some people say, say hello to my little friend. That's what he's beeping. Ah. And then some people say, this is my rifle. This is my gun. And it looks like he's saying that, too. It's like, beep, 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 you know how You know how he sounds. This is my rifle. This is my gun. <laughs> yeah, you have to beep it. Beep, 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 I'll have to get that cut on the sound. It's just funny to me. And so we were watching this episode in on uh, when it was released on Wednesday at um, at uh, nine thirty oh, p.m. Yeah, I was watching it and saying all kind of mess as Sabine. I was playing Sabine, and basically Sabine was like, "What am I watching here?" Oh my god. And then she says um about Hondo and Naka she, he pulls it pulls Ezra to side and tells him that I am a Jedi sympathizer and I'm still friends with him, I think. Something like that. And so of course Sabine's not gonna know this, so she's like a crazy look Jedi sympathizer. Who is his friend? Right. And and then Star Wars comes in. The official account says sympathizer may be a bit too strong of a word <laughs> about Hondo and Naka. <laughs> and so Sabine, being Sabine, says he feels very bad for them. Yeah, he sympathizes with him. Feel bad. That's the extent of his sympathy. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad for the Jedi. <laughs> and then Hondo, oh my god, Hondo came back and said, I always sympathize with the Jedi. It is why I did so many deals with them. Back in the Clone Wars, exactly. of course. Exactly, <laughs> and they even said that he even goes to the point where he goes, I even was a friend with the, one of the Jedis, or at least I think. Yeah. So then they're more hijinks because that's what pirate manipulators do. Somewhat a little bit. Yeah, pirate uh, manipulators. No, what do you say? <laughs> manipulators. Manipulator. <laughs> manipulators. I don't know what you're talking about manipulating. <laughs> I mean, it's not my fault that some people just listen to what I have to say. <laughs> and so they, I mean... so he's kind of like Jack Sparrow, you know. So he steals the Phantom, but Chop is smart. It's already pre-programmed. That's why I kicked him out. And then they find Visago, and Visago gets there. And he, they, he, you know, Visago tries to fight Hondo, and it doesn't work and all of that. And finally they figure out what happens, and he beats 
Ezra beats Visago, but Visago sticks him in a pod, and he's all, I hate children. I hate children. And presses a button and goes away. Visago is a trafficker. Hondo is a pirate. He'll steal stuff from you. So then Ezra gets back to the... I don't know what you're talking about with being a pirate. I'm a businessman now. Yeah, 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 whatever. And I then, mean... and then Ezra sends a is gets back to Garel somehow, and to the coordinates to the ghost somehow. And once they're on the ghost, you know, Hano over embellishes his story. You know, he tells, and I did this, that, and the other. And I got these for you, and you got to believe my story. And then Ezra calls him out on his BS and feigns all kinds of hurt. Right. It, yeah. So, but notice how the entire crew were cross their hands and were looking at Hondo, like, yeah, right, whatever. You better give us answers about this kid, dude. And then it looks like Hera cuts everyone a break. You know, she doesn't question, even though she kind of knew what's going on. So that was, that was kind of good. And so... Then they take off and they talk and he want and Ezra tries to mount up and say that he 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 would have joined Hondo. And Hondo just looks at him like, "But you're a Jedi, and you're not gonna follow me." And that was the end of the episode. And so, you know, how the question is, how was Ezra convinced that he couldn't be a pirate? Well, I think when he was using his powers at the and stuff on As Morgan? Well, on the robots and stuff. Yeah. Against the robots and on the that Visago is using. Yeah. So, because you have to hide your powers if you're gonna be a pirate, right? So you know the gangsters would kill you, right? So, so, right. so yeah, it's if you have anything that you want to discuss with us about, um. Star Wars Rebels, give us a call. 1-858-345-2877. So you know what the next question will be. Okay. What would Thrawn do about all of this? Well. Means the Imperials really weren't there. Yeah, except for that one time. But we don't know who they were. I don't think that Thrawn would really mess with them at the 
at this point. It's between them two. Yeah, it was two big organizations. One's a pirate. One's a, uh, uh, what is really, what is, he's a trafficker. He traffics stuff. Takes stuff that he gets less than legally and sells it to the highest bidder. Isn't that kind of like a pirate almost? No, he doesn't steal the stuff himself. See, I think it was Hondo that stole these power converters. Or no, they were they were Visagos, but Visa but pirates, but Hondo stole it from Visago. Was gonna pocket for the money. Yeah. So how Visago got him is unclear. He may have. He may have gotten them, and then, but he didn't steal them. It's like a tit. It's like a tit for tat. You know, if you if you give me these, I will do this for you. Right. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah, but then, you know, Hondo being what he is, like, okay, well, let's do this. A 50-40 split! <laughs> Isn't that just 90%? <laughs> 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 so, yeah, 10% is for taxes. You want me to do that for the fees. <laughs> what are you eating? I'm eating some chips. Okay. So, uh, I think what Thrawn would do if he ever came into contact with someone like Ezra is he'd use Yaltsamiri. Of course, you know, you show the Yaltsamiri in front of all those underground people. They'd be like, I need me one of those. How do you do this? So we have saved the Yalsamiri uh, on our uh, Facebook page, and it's an Arts and Crafts page, and we hope that you all can join us and like the page. Um, so then, alright, so who are we going to chiss up this weekend? Who gets chissed up? Have you done Barack Obama? Yes. George W. Bush. Have we done George? No, we haven't done him yet. We'll do him, okay? Anyone like, does or does not like, we have even done Donald Trump, so that one's done. George W. Bush. That will be interesting. <laughs> okay, so then we have a take action campaign and we're going to we ask that everyone who wants to get thrown in star wars rebels to make it more interesting to uh email a letter to disney to talk about hey get thrown in be respectful be 
mindful. This is supposed to be fun. There must you have to have your reasons why you believe. If you don't believe it, then don't write a letter. But we wish that those who do believe in it to write a letter. And I'm gonna list the um, the links in there. The next thing we have is a petition from change.org. Don't forget that petition. Please sign it if you haven't already. And then um, we also have a GoFundMe account to fund certain activities. Ads cost money. So can't come out of all of my pocket, but hey. And then I'm going to go through this very quick. Um, we have the events for Get Thrown In are mainly, and for Swag 77 of all the things that we do, is Sundays is Get Chist Up, so... If no one objects, we're going to do George W. Bush. We're going to chiss him up. Turn him blue with red eyes. That's what we're going to do. Chiss up. W. That should be his uh, core name. W. Anyway, and then Mondays we have classical music on the Thrawn page. Uh, yeah, that may slow up, but then someone found a meme that said classical music is metal before there was electricity, which is kind of true. It is. It is. It is. And I'll prove it to you. And I heard um, this famous composer named, his name is Gustav Holtz, and he wrote a series of... Um, symphonies talking about the planets based on a book that he read from a friend and if you listen to the section of mars you'd be like oh that sounds quite familiar hmm. and so um when i make the post tomorrow with his songs tell me what you think about it you know, on the page, on the Get Thrown In page. Um, he inspired John Williams. You're like, hey, I've heard this before, but it's a little different. So then Wednesdays, we have Star Wars Rebels live tweet at 6.30 p.m. on Twitter. And if you want to keep track with what we do, Go to the Star Wars, the Swag 77 Star Wars Rebels 77 account. And that's how you will find all the Star Wars Rebels accounts under Swag. Um, Thursdays, we have Artful Thrawn on Facebook. It's Art Appreciation and Interpretation. We've been slowing up on that, but we've been finding out that there are museums that put out nice artwork always interpret that that's good um and it's a good thing and then sundays we have the podcast as usual here on mixler channel 1138 yay any questions ask us on chat give us a call at 1-858-345-2877 on anything that we just talked about today Please. Today. Today only. Today only. Woohoo!
All right, now we're going into the big deal. You know, we're going into this. Are you ready for the big deal? Depends on what the big deal is. <laughs> Star Wars The Force Awakens. I know you guys want to talk about that because they just they just cranked out. They've been cranking it out. They Seriously, they've been cranking it out. So, uh, the big deal. What's the big deal? What's the big deal, dude? Did you see the awesome movie pics that came out with the one eye? The one eye. I have actually seen the Chinese one. What Chinese one? Chinese movie trailer? No, not that one. I'm talking about um, the images. The new images of Han Solo, oh, Ray. New movie posters. Yeah, the movie posters. You saw those? Yes, I did. I mean, really, if they're going to do all of that, they should make a meme generator. You know, like a meme generator for straight out of Compton or The Martian. They really should make a meme generator for that. I mean, for some people, the, the do-it-yourselfers, you know, the DIYers, they can, you know, make different memes than they have. You can see them. But it's much easier if it was a meme generator, don't you think? Like you put your face into one of them. Right. And you have an array of backgrounds to pick. I think that right. would be cool. And little tools to poke out one eye, I guess. I don't know what that is. You could have a blaster. You could have whatever Ray is holding. A staff. And I think she's holding a staff. A lightsaber. You know, just a regular lightsaber that Finn is doing. And Kylo Ren. Or you could have space. What are what is Princess Leia? I think she just has a force mode. Yeah. So all of those, right? So we have another tra an international trailer. I think that's Japanese, not Chinese. Japanese. It is Japanese. So did you go, did you, you saw it. Did anyone see it in the, um, chat? Yeah, who's listening? Let us know. Because here it is, if you haven't. It's really good. Has new footage and stuff like that. And stuff we've never heard. And voices we've never heard. Some of the images are like, whoa. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. It is awesome. Matthew. So yeah, and then um, just today we—I just found that out. Let's see, I messed that up. Um, just today, there is a UK TV spot, and it's been going around. It's brand new, brand new, United Kingdom TV spot. And it gives different uh, footage that we have not seen with different um, statements that are made and, you know, different dialogue and stuff like that. So... And just letting, filling in on some hollow night ESPN, Broncos did score another touchdown. All right, they're catching up. 
I didn't see that. So, yeah. So, you know what? As it gets closer and closer, there's going to be a lot more stuff. Well, of course there's going to be more stuff. But, you know, what kind of stuff? I think what we see in the, all the trailers that we've seen and all the statements that we heard, it's really not telling us the movie that much. It's just showing images here and there. It's, I still don't know what the movie is about. Right. I don't think anybody is. Not by the trailers. I don't want to speculate it either because it's like, oh, I'm so sick of this speculation. I just want to see the movie. I'm going to whine now like Ezra and somebody else. <laughs> but, how, you know, when you saw all of these new, new things, the international trailer, the TV, well, you'll have to see the TV spot if you haven't seen it. How did you guys feel? when you saw these things the t the trailer and the tv spot how did you feel when you saw it i actually liked it you were like no but like what was your feeling not just like it was like when you were watching it you were doing what when i was watching it yeah i just got off work or got home so That's it? You didn't have any feeling other than, you know, okay, you know There's what? some stuff revealed, I mean. No, that's what you think. You're not in touch with your feelings. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I see it, when I saw it, I was like, kitty. I was like, <laughs> I was like, Ooh. I feel just like I did as a kid when I first saw Star Wars. In 1977, in the movie theater, giddy like Dr. Gina rant, Dr. Gina rant. This is a Dr. Gina rant. Yes. Yes, Dr. Gina rant. Yes, we're getting into Dr. Gina. Gina rant. Yeah. Put that on there for me. So let me tell you how this is going to work about Star Wars. The Force Awakens. This is how it's going to work. This is how I have been looking up and down, back and forth at all the hate that we got at Swag77 from idiots, from haters, and looking at all the crazy speculations and outlandish tales. Well, here's mine. I've had it enough. I don't want to hear anymore. This is how it's going to work. All right? This is Gina Rant. The fanfare is going to be different. We already know that. There's not going to be... Dun, 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 dun. No, 
That was 20th Century Fox. That's why Fox has all this hate, because they know their little stanza stuff, their fanfare, ain't even going to be in this picture. It's just going to be different. I don't know. Will it be Disney, Disneyland, you know, the Disney, Walt Disney's? I don't know. We play it at the end of this podcast. You decide. You know, the little fairy dance music. So what's going to be at the very beginning when you know you're going to watch Star Wars, right? And then... Fanfare. I don't think Disney's going to have any fanfare. I don't think so either. I think you're right. You know, if it doesn't have any, I wouldn't be shocked. If it does, I'd be like, whoa. They must have made some new stuff. Anyway, and then we're going to hear the Star Wars stanza music. We all know this music. You know, all the stanzas. It's about five of them in there, right? I believe so. Yeah. And then here's a big question. Will they keep the crawl? Oh, yeah. Is that... I don't think they will leave the crawl. I mean, you know, if they jack the crawl, then what? So see, we'll hear it from the haters. We're going to hear it. They jack the crawl, they'll be like, Oh my God, this is not Star Wars! <laughs> Yep. Right. I don't think they're gonna the crawl's gonna be taken away. Yeah, I hope not. And then there will be like a huge opening scene, and that huge opening scene will be similar to that of nineteen seventy seven. And I don't know what that will look like, and I'm gonna talk more about it after, but let me get through this concept is that it will be just like it was in 77. And they're going to do this because it's going to shut the dummies up. It's to shut them up. That's why they're going to do it. It's going to be so awesome opening scene like you've never seen it before. And I hope it will be like, yes, this is a new type of Star Wars, but it's a new type of 77 too. Right? Right. That's why I say 2015 is the new 1977. Like 50 is the new 20. <laughs> or 25. I don't know how they go with that. Then the movie will have scenes playing repeatedly, geeking us out. You know, we'll see evil that's evil. New bad guys, new badasseries. And then... In my opinion, we won't see too many Jedi stuff, like major lightsaber battles that we saw in the prequels. I hate to break it to you kids, it's not meaning that I hate it, you just won't see that. And then we'll see, you know, stuff that we've already seen. We've seen Finn fight Kylo Ren, we'll see that. For sure. 
And then... We'll see, you know, really major Jedi stuff when we see Luke Skywalker. That's my opinion. Oh, yeah, we'll... Go ahead. We'll see the major, the Jedi stuff, that's for sure. Yeah, and then it won't be mass what we saw in the prequels. I mean, I'm not bashing them. This is not a belittling. This is not a discussion of it. It's just not what's going to be in this movie. I think the D Disney executives are going to do the same marketing strategy for Force Awakens that they did for 1970. I think that's what they're doing. This is, I kind of know. I've I looked into this. And they're doing the same thing. What's funny is, is that Back in 1977, Lucas barely had any money left from Star Wars production to do the marketing. I mean, it was like he had to do the playbills even. Then those are the posters. And he had to set it up on the schedules with the movie theaters. Now the movie theaters are like a contract with the production companies. It's all set in stone. They did have that kind of thing going on in 1977, but it wasn't, it was, you could contract. So like when you go to like, I don't know, who's your major ci cinema house? It's uh, well, Aris's oh, Riggle. Odyssey. Yeah. I got Odyssey theaters. Yeah, we have um, Regal Entertainment, so they are contracted. So a long time ago, movies from, let's say, Paramount Pictures could only show in, or let, let's, let, here's a bigger one. Movies from Universal could only show in United Artists theaters. So everybody had their own houses back then, 38 years ago. Okay, so Lucas was in charge of that. Okay, so that's why he had the Chinese man theater. And he just, that's why he premiered it there, because that was the only movie house that would show his film. And right. so, so this is what he did. And, he's, and then you had to make trailers, so he had to put trailers together. And, um, seriously, this was a big deal because people were like, what the hell is this? What? Some guy that made American graffiti is doing this? This doesn't make sense. And so the first trailer that came out, it doesn't even have the Star Wars music. And the special effects were like booty. It was so beautiful. Booty. There were no special effects, but it doesn't have the music. And that's, that was like, wow. And so then they put out this second trailer that had more of the Star Wars music that we know of and more and tighter special effects. And that came out here, but it still had that bizarro voice. That's like, we're going to come kill your children. We are the ones of your mother that talk. The, the voice that the announcer sounded funny to me. I don't know. That was the trailer. And then, 
finally, when they put it all together, it seems like they got it together. In 1977, this was the formal trailer of Star Wars. And it was put together into the way they do trailers now. Um, there was a different voice, you know, more upbeat. And it was, the trailer was like a story, you know. But it didn't tell you the story of Star Wars. It just told you in general. Well, this is what this is about. 17 to 17, your boys. Okay. So, the last trailer is the official trailer that they always tell. And there were a few more 1977 trailers because they had to sell this movie to executives and to audiences. And when it showed at the Chinese man, they, they practically were giving tickets away with posters and t-shirts. So when you, like, when you go to the Force Awakens movie, you think you're going to get anything? Going to get a poster? I don't know. <laughs> Just, I don't know. You'd just be going to this movie. I, you know, unless you're at the premiere on the 14th, what are you getting at this movie other than I'm going to be watching it? Yeah. I'll have a drink, but I had to pay for that. Because I'm going to one of the high-end ones. So, you know, but back then in 1977, it was like as if Lucas had to beg people to come to see his movie. And you get that on um, Building an Empire and uh, watching that, that show. They were pretty much like, well, let's hope for the best. Well, of course, back then, I mean... <laughs> So, but what everyone says that saw that movie in that theater that day, including James Cameron, a couple other people, were like, it's the, it was the stanzas of Star Wars, you know, all of that, and then the crawl, and then the big scene that just geeked them out. They're just like, whoa. In fact, James Cameron is like, I need to get myself together. <laughs> get my movie-making skills together. You know? Because I want to be like this. And then the kids, and the music, and the pacing, and everything in 1977. So now, 40 years later, we're about to embark onto a new type of Star Wars with a lot of touch points to the old school 77 and what's worked and then allowing for originality and creativity for the new ideas that we have to do and it will tell a story with consideration of the old but it'll still be novel it will still be like wow i never thought of that idea before and that is hard to do that is not this is why you get paid that kind of money because you have to do something like this. And I think they will do something like this. I think so. So. All I have to say is. You know. The, you, I was saying this because I heard so much. Like who is Kylo Ren. And the best one I heard was that. Kylo Ren is Jar Jar Binks. But. We all Me know. Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Misa, Misa Dr. Binks. Misa gonna kill you now. 
And that Luke Skywalker was Kylo Ren's dad. Oh, Rey is Jaina Solo, as much as we'd love to see that. But I don't think this is going to be the route that we're going to go. I think, you know, they're taking it in a stride. It may be, it may not. I don't know. I can't predict that. I'm going to wait for the story to be told. And so let me make sure you guys understand in my final comments that The Force Awakens will change the concept of Star Wars forever. By December 14th at 11.59pm, the premiere will mark that change. You will know because people will be talking about it. And everybody knows this. I think the swashbuckling that we see, even in Star Wars Rebels, I mean, some people were like, I don't get this Hondo and Naka story. I'm like, but it's so fun. He's jumping all over the place. <laughs> and he's talking all this mess. And he's going at it. You know, that's swashbuckling. Star Wars has always been that way. With Han Solo, you know, running around the, the Death Star thinking he could scare the stormtroopers. And then runs into them. <laughs> and then it always has been, it always will. How much will a Jedi do it? I don't know. How much will a Sith tolerate it? I don't know. Who's all in between? We don't know. But we do know that that is going to happen. Or I say that's going to happen, right? And our goal at Swag 77 is to do our portrayals and of the characters in both Rebels and The Force Awakens. To do them as, as best as we can, as close to what the content creators envision. And then we're going to do our Get Out, Get Thrawn In campaign and prepare for... The Force Awakens online in real life by reading, creating pictures, creating movie clips as often as we can. I'm thinking the Rebels could continue after Force Awakens airs. But then, you know, we're talking about a bunch of kids who'd be like, I just want to be Force Awakens. I just want to be Force Awakens. So we don't know. I mean, we do have that other movie, uh, Rogue, Star Wars Rogue. Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron. So, you know, what's going to happen? We don't know. And most new fans will start, new fans will probably be like, The Force Awakens! And I want more, I want more, I want more. So, you know, that's what they're going to do. They want to, they're going to try to absorb as much information as possible. How did Kylo Ren get his lightsaber? Blah, blah, blah. And all of us, you know, more seasoned fans really actually know this, but they do not. So what I'm going to do as the owner of the Star Wars Actors Guild is position ourselves to give more of an orientation into the fandom with a positive spin to it that we more experienced fans can help them help these fans come in 
I'm going to bundle information together with the older canon and the Legends canon and the new canon and put it in an understandable format. And then the new fans can decide what they want and what they don't want. That's my product that I'm going to be cranking out. And I'd like to do it under a theme or a concept or a character class then. You know, say, I know you like Darth Bane. That's, that's your favorite trilogy. But it's, uh, it's, it's more like a, uh, it's more like, you know, how am I going to get new fans to read Darth Bane? And the way I'm going to do it is like, okay, when we're talking the Sith or a dark side power... Let's put Bane into that. But at the same time, we got to add Lords of the Sith. And at the same time, we got to add whatever First Order stuff that comes out. I call these, I call these power packs. Starter power packs. Gotta have a power pack. And I did one for Grand Admiral Thrawn. You don't have to get everything on there. But and just to break in the for Hollow Nut ESPN, I am just checked the score for the Broncos versus Colts, and the Broncos yep. and Colts are tied in the third quarter. Yep. So yeah, so we have that. So then we have the power pack, the Swag seventy seven Thrawn power pack. This is ours. This is my idea that I came up with. Another idea I came up with. And we'll see how people take to them. You know, the back-end programming is a little bit harder for me than other people. You know, you can give your own list, but if you don't give where you can get all that information bundled together, people aren't going to do it. I know that mothers like it because they don't know, you know, their kid is screaming, Lightsaber! Lightsaber! I want Kylo Ren lightsaber! And they don't even know which one is which. But if you give them recommendations to say, okay, if you want to understand everything about Kylo Ren, then here you go. Right. And of course it endorses searching on StarWars.com. Of course. But we're going to be about positive fandom and helping our new fans, our new friends to come on board and join us in celebrating all they said. We're not going to say, well, you shouldn't read this book because it's no longer canon. We're not going to say that. We're going to say to get an appreciation of the Sith and the First Order, you need to consider reading these books because you need to consider listening to this music because there may be contradictory statements, but see, that's the whole thing about bringing it complex ideas together. And creating a new one. Because, you know, that's what I want to do. Any questions? I'm looking for help. 
You can share with me what your ideas are. No, teacher, I do not have any questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't help it. I am a, I am an edged. I used to teach. Well, you know, I don't exactly teach, but I have been known to give lessons. In fact, I actually got told that I was right at one point today, so. Yeah. Because of the fact that they were tell saying that one place was actually happening, or where another place is. Mm-hmm. I basically argued in favor. I knew where the place was, so. Oh. So, Brittany says, it may not all be canon, but it fleshes out the fictional world, or the verse that we are in, and it gives us a background of how these ideas evolve. I can give an equivalent of what goes on in the real world, you know, but it's still, you know, some, some ideas are not perfect when they first come out, but some ideas are. And, and those ideas that are less than perfect means that maybe we need to flesh them out a little bit more and then incorporate them into some perspective. So that's the whole thing. Should a story that's fictional be written in stone? I mean, it's not the Bible here, guys. You know, it's not the Quran. It's not the Ten Commandments and tablets. You know, it's just a story, you know. When I grew up, when I was going to college, um, I was taught that um, ulcers in your stomach were caused by some genetic mutation that was so severe that and there's no correction for it whatsoever but then a guy in 1988 1999 1987 and then he treated himself with antibiotics. He had to drink the stuff to prove this. No one would be allowed to do that. <laughs> but he did. And then all the companies that had been selling this super duper drug, anti whatever, have discovered that, that all those drugs had to um, be put back on the market, on the regular market, because it was not solving the health problem of ulcers, which were just a bacterial infection in your stomach. So the story of how ulcers form in people is like the way they were saying it was not true. And then the but it was happening in a biological process when it finally was learned that it was bacteria that causes this that changed the story and i mean that's real life this is real life okay so 
I guess I don't know. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with Star Wars changing at all. I'm just excited to see a story. And I want the 2015 be the new 1977! Woohoo! <laughs> I'm just pumped too. I'm, I'm excited for it because of the fact that I'm a Star Wars fan. Prequels, original trilogy. I mean, I love it all. Yeah. So, Brittany says, remember when Shadows of the Empire was new canon? I actually like that story. I really want them to bring a Zizor back. But we chose Thrawn first um, because we wanted to show these people who hated us. Because <laughs> I won't use that. Perhaps the way that they're using trying to make this happen is uh, the, you know, return to the old one, old ways, conservatively and all of that, is not going to work on Disney Lucasfilm because it's not fun. We have to make it fun for them. And so then... My, um, that's why I did Thrawn the way, the Get Thrawn In page the way I got Thrawn In. And then my, um, I asked people on the page and they say, I like this page. It's so much fun. All we do is talk about what we think and put it together and joke around and have a whole lot of fun rather than just fighting back and forth of what's canon and what's not canon. I'm like, oh, thank you. I never thought of that. I mean, sometimes I'm humbled. Right. Yeah. Brittany says they found the long-forgotten stanza in the Epic of Gilgamesh. Yeah, they did. I remember that. If you, this is college level. So, you know, Gilgamesh is a tale that's been like, I don't know, 3,000 years ago? It's a 3,000 year old tale. And it goes on and on and on. It tells a very deep story. And they like found another piece to the, to the story. So it changes it slightly. You know? Right. So. Yeah. So now that is going to be drawn out ugly. What is a canon fight? Yeah, someone, you know, what is canon? What is not canon? Um. Should we get into that? Sure, we could have our little speculations. You know, and then there's often, you know, like what I talked about last week, forcing characters into relationships which will have no relationship. You know, putting them in imaginary relationships, you know. And then when it doesn't come out, we're turned out. I was looking at the psychological reasons behind that, and there are many. But people have to have that in their entertainment. 
And I think the I think that Disney is pretty much going bold with this. Disney Lucasfilm is being very bold and saying we're going to go with our creativity more than we're going to go with you know selling to our fans. We're just going to go with what we feel is right with our oh 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 he broke out. Sorry, that was a Holonet ESPN breakout. And, um, so, yeah. So, if you'd like to talk to us, we're about to, we're done. Yay! All I got to say is, support us, because ads cost money. Ha-ha! <laughs> so, what shall we end on? Uh, hey, Hondo. You got an idea of what we're going to end on tonight? Uh, let's see here. Could it be, may the pirating be with you? I think so. You know, I think we could do something like that. Are you ready? <laughs> Arr! You want me to do this in Hondo, with Hondo, or? Do it with Hondo. It doesn't matter to me. I like it anyway. May the... May the pirating, pirating be with, with you, you.